the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down eating your soul. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Now, your host, Eric Cartier, Senior Pastor of Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. Like a tide, it is rising up deep inside a current that moves and makes it come alive. Anything water that brings a dead to life. Welcome to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Hope that you're doing well, that your commute's going Okay, you're staying warm. We're just five days from Christmas. How are you doing on your Christmas shopping? I I think I'm there on Christmas shopping, but I definitely have to wrap uh, some presents. So live in studio today. Would love to hear from you. You really make the show. If you've got a question about things that are going on in your life or things you've been reading in God's Word, give me a call, 844-500-9673. Again, the number to call is 844 596-73. You can also send me a text. It's a great way to be part of the show. It comes right to my computer. Here's the text only number. It's 719-315-1726. Again, that text number is 719-315-1726. It's a wonderful time of year. It's fun. It's it's exciting. It's the most important to be able to focus on Christ and who he is and his birth. His death and, and resurrection, but it also can be a, a time of difficulty and challenge. Christmas can have a way of really highlighting what's missing or lacking uh, in our lives. And as you're driving down the road or you're, you're home for the evening, maybe you're going through some hard times, some difficulties, you're feeling lonely or the reality of a distance in a relationship. Uh, the Lord's with you. He loves you. And I'd love to have the opportunity to pray for you. My heart in doing Crosswalk Colorado Springs is really just to serve our community. If you've wanted to ask a pastor a question or you've got a prayer request, I'm here to try to answer your question. We'll get into God's Word uh, together. And then also would love to lift you up in prayer. It would be a privilege. So here's the numbers. I'm live in studio. We're ready to take your calls, ready to receive your texts. The number to call is 844 500 Again, that number is 844-500-9673. And then the number to text is 719-315-1726. 719-315-1726. I'd like to invite you to our Christmas Eve services. They'll be noon, 2, 4, and 6 at Rocky Mountain Calvary, Austin Bluffs and Academy. We also have some services out at our campus out east in Ellicott at 4 and six, their family services and candlelight services. So you're invited. We would love to have you come. Come out in uh, person. Also, we would encourage you to invite somebody to come with you, whether you come into RMC or another church in town. This is an awesome opportunity to be able to reach out uh, with the love of Jesus Christ. This year at RMC for our Christmas Eve services, we're going to be 
looking at his coming from Bethlehem to the Mount of Olives. How in Christ's first coming was the fulfillment of lots of prophecies, several prophecies. And then we're going to look at the anticipation of his second coming. I was reading this morning in my devotions in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 21, verse 1. And this is what really stood out to me. It says, the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. Genesis 21, 1. Don't you love that? The Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. He had promised that Sarah would have a child. And yet here she was so old, past the age of bearing children, thinking that it was never going to happen. But God surprised her and he fulfilled his word just as he had spoken. And that's the promise of Christ is he has promised to come again and he's going to fulfill that promise. Every promise in scripture, he's going to be faithful to fulfill. He filled it in his first coming, and he's going to do it again in his second coming. You're listening to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for taking the journey with me. Would love to hear from you today. 844-500-9673 is the number to call. Also, the number to text is 719-315-1726. First text question that is come in it says what is wrong or not wrong with dancing in the spirit at church or anywhere you worship so this is a good question uh, what is wrong or not wrong with dancing in the spirit uh, where you uh, worship i think of david as david was bringing the tabernacle or bringing the ark of the covenant back to the tabernacle he was dancing uh, before uh, the lord the, the psalms talk about Uh, dancing uh, before the Lord. So I don't think that it's wrong uh, to dance before the Lord by any means if you're feeling led. I think the only thing we have to be careful of in corporate worship is to not be a distraction or to draw attention uh, to yourself. I know at RMC when people feel led to to dance, we just ask them to do it towards the back uh, so that they're not a distraction. But I think there's times where our heart is so moved that our body begins to express that to the Lord in dance. Uh, so I'm sure different churches have different ways of approaching it, but that's the way that I see it. Thanks so much for uh, sending me that uh, text question. If you've got text questions, you can send them 719-315-1726 live in studio today. Also, you can give me a call. We're ready to take your calls, 844-596-73. I want to remind you that Our program does turn into a podcast. We've got a bunch more episodes uh, uploaded. So if it's been a while since you've checked out the podcast, go to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, anywhere that you stream your podcast. Just Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Well, we're five days from Christmas. I want to share a few scriptures uh, that point to the birth of Jesus. Isaiah 7, verse 14, this prophecy of Christ that's fulfilled in his birth and his coming, it says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. The sign of God in human flesh is the virgin birth. It almost seems impossible. We're familiar with the virgin birth, but if someone were to tell you that a virgin was going to have a child, you'd go, That's impossible. That's exactly how Mary was feeling, but the angel encouraged her that nothing is impossible for the Lord. What sets apart Jesus 
is the virgin birth. That's the sign that God had sent his son, the Immaculate Conception, and his name is Emmanuel, God with us. God is now with us. God has taken on a human flesh, which is just incredible and mind-blowing that he's all God, but yet he's all man. It's God with us. The only thing that I can think of to remotely illustrate this is the reality of you go to heaven and God says, I've got an assignment for you. I want you to become a grasshopper. And you're like, really? I got to become a grasshopper? So you then take on the bodily form of a grasshopper, but yet the grasshoppers don't appreciate that you've come and they end up killing you and you end up dying for these grasshoppers. I mean, it's even a bigger step down for God to come in human flesh. And he's Emmanuel, God with us. The promise of Jesus being with us. Here we are today, so many years after his birth, and Jesus is with us. God is is with us. What I love so much about the Christian life is it's not a manual, but it's Emmanuel, God with us. I've been trying to get a little bit better at working on our vehicles. It's I'm a slow learner for sure, but I've had some good friends that have been helping uh, teach me. And it's hard to, to follow an instruction manual. And if you think the Christian life is, is simply following a, an instruction manual, don't get me wrong, God has given us absolute truth in his word, but it's also his presence with us, Emmanuel, where he is, he is helping us. And as he is with us and he is helping us, it makes all the difference. As I endeavor to do some car repairs, I'll, I'll be looking at YouTube videos, but then when my friend Steve is gracious enough to come over and help me, this happened last week when I got myself in a, in a pickle. Man, it's all the difference. So I'm so thankful, Emmanuel, God with us. Love to hear from you today. Stay with me on 100.7 The Word. We'll be right back. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary, local pastor, hosting a local show. The heart of Crosswalk, Colorado Springs is for Southern Colorado. So hope that you're doing well today, live in studio. would love to hear from you. You really uh, make the program. So the number to call, we're ready to take your call with your questions about things you're reading in the Bible, also stuff that's going on in your life. The number is 844 500 9673. Let me give that to you one more time. 844-500-9673. The text number is 719-315-1726. 719-315-1726. I'd love to hear from five listeners today. I know there's five people out there where you're thinking about calling in, you're thinking about texting in, you've got a prayer request or a question. So, Give me a shout out. Let me know that you're out there and I would love to interact with you with your questions and prayer requests. The number to call, 844-596-73. The text question, 719-315-1726. We're rushing towards Christmas. I don't know about you, but for me this year, it just really hasn't uh, felt like Christmas. Almost feels like one of those years where Christmas is going to come and go and it never really felt like Christmas. I'm not 
sure why there's so many like emotional expectations with Christmas, but there really seems to be uh, for sure. Want to reflect on some verses about Christ's birth. Isaiah 9, verse 6, another amazing prophecy about Christ. For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given. I love that. It's unto us. Christ came for us, each and every one of us. And the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Do you, you need counsel today? Man, life is confusing. It's difficult. There's there's so many things that are going on in our lives and in our world uh, today to be able to say, Jesus, you are my counselor. He's mighty. Do you need his power? Do you need his strength? Everlasting father. That could be a little confusing. How is Jesus everlasting father? Because he brings us into relationship uh, with the father. Do you need that relationship with the heavenly father this afternoon? He's the prince of peace. Are we experiencing his peace in our lives? So so Christ was born to be our counselor, to be our savior, to be our prince of peace. I, I love Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7, because it also points to Christ's second coming, that the government is going to be on his shoulders. Don't you long for the day when Christ is going to return and he's going to rule and reign from Jerusalem. We ultimately long for his leadership. There will be no end to his government, to his peace upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, for the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So this promise of his first coming that's been fulfilled, but also his promise of his second coming as well. You're listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Thanks so much for being with me and taking this journey with me. Number to call is 719-315-1726. Excuse me, that's the text number, 719-315-1726. Also, the number to call, 844-596-73. Quick look at today's news is there's an earthquake in Northern California, 64 on the Richter scale, uh, so far only two injuries reported. They do imp- anticipate those to uh, recover. I always try to look at the news from a, a biblical perspective. Earthquakes are a sign leading up to the second coming of uh, Jesus Christ. So there's going to continue to be more and more uh, earthquakes until Christ uh, returns. The border laws that are on our southern border are staying the same as during COVID for right now. The Supreme Court uh, intervened. Uh, the, those laws were about ready to change and expire, and the Supreme Court paused that. We can be in prayer for those on uh, the border. There's 20,000 in shelters in Juarez, so it just seems to be a really difficult and heartbreaking uh, situation the more that uh, that you look at it. And then here's some good news, and you may not have heard of, the, of this good news, but I loved these two articles that I read uh, today, is FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes gave away 200,000 Bibles in 2022, and they work with students, so that that's awesome. Stop and think about that. 200,000 Bibles 
going out to student athletes in 2022. The CEO of FCA was quoted saying this, we're committed to God's word and biblical truth. I love that. That is, that is awesome. Also, FCA has celebrated their 68th anniversary. Praise the Lord. Keep going. Keep serving the Lord. 18,000 World Cup fans received Christ due to a digital campaign from a former World Cup player. So he had a digital campaign preaching the gospel, and 18,000 World Cup fans trusted Christ as their Savior. So that's that's awesome. That's really, really uh, cool uh, for sure. And then one thing that was disheartening in the news today is Afghan women are banned from universities. So they're not able to go to private or public uh, universities because of the Taliban's rule. They're also banned from most employment, from gyms, and anytime they're out in public, their heads are to be covered from head to toe. This is all part of the Sharia law that Afghan is imposing. We should uh, continue to pray for the Afghan believers. It's been a difficult time uh, for them for sure. So we want to lift them up uh, to the Lord as well. You're listening to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Hope that you're uh, doing well as we approach Christmas. Some, What are some of your favorite uh, Christmas traditions? How do you keep Christ in the center of Christmas on uh, today's show, I want to take the opportunity to look at some scriptures that point to the birth of Christ and to remember his coming. In Matthew chapter 2, actually Matthew chapter 1, we see the birth of Christ recorded. This is Matthew 1 verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins." So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Joseph is one of my personal favorites in the scripture. What an awesome man of God. He's put in a tough situation. Here he is engaged to Mary, betrothed, like our engagement, but much more serious. It took what we would look at as a divorce to end uh, this uh, relationship. And he's not believing what Mary's telling him, that she's conceived of the Holy Spirit. I mean, can you blame him? And now an angel comes and speaks to, to Joseph saying, no, this is of the Holy Spirit. This is the virgin birth. And this baby that's going to be born is named Jesus. Now, we say the name Jesus all the time, but do we know what the name Jesus means? It means Savior. It literally means Savior. He will save his people from their sins. Jesus came to seek and to save uh, the lost, which I'm so thankful for. The birth of Christ points to the cross of Christ. He came with a mission to be the ransom for our sins. And so Joseph, 
he honored the word of God through the angel and took Mary as his wife. You're listening to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be right back after the break. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Thanks so much for listening. Hope that you're doing well. This is Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Five days till Christmas. It's coming upon us quick. We also got some cold weather uh, coming in, so hopefully uh, you're prepared. Wednesday night, Thursday night, some cold temperatures in the forecast uh, for sure. Definitely a time for that furnace to uh, be working. We'd love to hear from you today. If you've got questions, prayer requests, I know this is a time of celebration, but it's also a time of uh, difficulty. So if you need prayer, love to hear from you. The number to call is 844-596-73, 844-596-73. The text number is 719-315-1726, 719-315-1726. We did have a caller that called in about tarot cards and whether or not to be playing those. Has some family members coming for Christmas that want to bring their their tarot cards. And tarot cards is a game uh, that was founded in the 1430s, so it's been around for a long time. It's invented in Italy, and it has the idea of fortune-telling in uh, the game. And so... Obviously, uh, these cards cannot tell your your future. Only God uh, knows uh, the future. And in any way, you know, if we're looking to anything other than the Lord, I think it's a it's a mistake. And and for me, I would you know stay away from the tarot cards because of this idea that they can tell our fortune. And 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 some get it. People get into some pretty weird stuff with that. I don't know the. A ton about them, um, you know. I've never played or anything like that, but that's my limited understanding of those. And if it were for me, I, I would pass and play another card game. There's a lot of great card games out there uh, for sure. So the number to call is eight four four five hundred ninety six seventy three eight four four five hundred ninety six seventy three. As we think about uh, the birth of Christ. What what does it mean uh, for us? It means absolutely everything. That God would love us enough to send his son, that his son would come and die for us upon uh, the cross, rise again so that we could have uh, salvation. Looking at some scriptures in today's show uh, about the, the birth of Christ left off in Matthew chapter 1. I'm going to pick up here in Matthew chapter 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, a wise man from the east came. Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. What a backdrop for Jesus to be born. He's born in Bethlehem in the time of Herod. Herod is just this ruthless uh, king, dark, evil, and Christ is born in Bethlehem. The wise men, they come seeking out Jesus, saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. So God places a specific star and they were paying attention and knew that this star was pointing to the coming Messiah. And so they journey all the way from the east 
to come to find Jesus. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. So he feels threatened by this news. And when he'd gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So he asks the chief priests, the scribes, does the Bible tell us where the Messiah is going to be born? And the answer is yes. So they said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, but you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So this is another fulfilled prophecy when it comes to the birth of Jesus Christ. The location of where Christ would be born is Bethlehem. Now, Bethlehem is not where Mary and Joseph were from. They're from Nazareth. And it took a census. A census was ordered by Caesar Augustus. Joseph's from Bethlehem, so he had to go back to his hometown. And this is not a destination place. About five miles outside of Jerusalem, known for its sheep. The the lambs would be used in temple uh, worship. And the Bible says that Bethlehem is the least among the rulers of Judah. And Judah is one of the smaller tribes. So Jesus is born in this obscure place. But what I love about that is two things. And the first is Bethlehem means house of bread. Isn't that cool? Jesus is the, the bread of life. And he was born at the house of, of bread. Also, Jesus is born in a place that we can all relate to. You know, many couldn't relate to downtown Denver, New York City, L.A., but Bethlehem, the whole world can relate uh, to Bethlehem, no matter where you're from. And Jesus was born in Bethlehem, fulfilling this prophecy. Then Herod, when he was secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. They're figuring out, well, when exactly did this star appear? And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go search carefully for the young child, and when you found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Not true. This is feigned worship from Herod. He's wanting to destroy Jesus. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star, which they had seen in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Isn't that amazing? The star is directly over where Christ was. Notice now Jesus is a young child. He's no longer in the barn. He was born in the barn, placed in a manger. So Mary and Joseph had secured some housing. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. They're so pumped. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary's mother and fell down and worshiped him. When they'd opened their treasure, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we're wise to present our presents to Jesus, present our treasures to Jesus, realizing that Jesus is the ultimate treasure. Then being divinely warned in a dream, that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. So Jesus born in Bethlehem, another amazing fulfillment of a prophecy. And I hope that you take time to just reflect on how good and wonderful the gift of Jesus is. You know, Paul was a great orator, didn't seem to lack for words. And he writes to the Corinthian church, he says, thanks be to God for his undescribable gift, unspeakable gift. And it's singular, gift singular, and he's referring to Jesus. Paul didn't have words 
to describe the gift of Jesus Christ. What's the best Christmas gift that you've ever received? Think about that for a minute. What's the best Christmas gift that you've ever received? For me, it was when I was 12, and my dad bought me a 243 Winchester hunting rifle in Oregon, because 12 was going to be the first year that I was going to be able to go deer hunting. He bought it from one of his coworkers, and I was just so overjoyed uh, to receive that rifle. I, I can remember, you know, being there, being at the Christmas tree, opening up that rifle and just being overjoyed. What gift have you received or maybe a gift that you've given that just overfilled you uh, with joy? Well, it can't even begin to compare to the gift of Jesus. And maybe this is a difficult Christmas for one reason or another, and to know that the gift of Jesus is with you. Or maybe this is a great time in your life. The greatest gift is Jesus. So take some time to enjoy the gift of Jesus, to Enjoy our Savior. As you're listening, maybe you've never trusted Christ for salvation, and you're like, what, what's the big deal with Jesus? And Christmas just seems like some type of fairy tale or a lot of stress. And think about this reality that the creator of the universe, the God who loves you, gave his son to die for your sins, for my sins, that we would, could repent and believe and be saved and Jesus be the Lord of our life. So as you're listening today, you can turn to Christ and you can receive the greatest gift, the gift of Jesus Christ. We would like to invite you to Rocky Mountain Calvary for our Christmas Eve services. They're noon, two, four, and six, Austin Bluffson Academy. You can learn more at rmcalvary.org. You're listening to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. We're going to head to a break. We'll be right back on 100.7 The Word. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7 The Word. Moving in our midst. I you. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Merry Christmas. Hope that you're having a good week leading up to Christmas and the stress isn't getting uh, the best of you. Another verse that's been on my mind uh, this week has been Psalms 90 where Moses, it's actually a Psalm of Moses, says, teach me to number my days so that I may gain a heart of wisdom. I was actually out for a, a run this morning. It was a cold run for sure, but was just reflecting on, you know, I want to plan to live like I'm 80, but live like I may not live through this year. And that may sound obscure, but to make plans to be elderly, but not to take it for granted that hey, this could be my last Christmas. This could be a loved one's last Christmas and to really take advantage of it. It's so easy to get self-absorbed. It's so easy to get worried. But as we number our days, then we can gain a heart of wisdom. So make sure to enjoy the Lord, enjoy your families and friends. I think this is a great opportunity to reach out. If you're going to a Christmas Eve service, I mean, invite somebody to go with you. Take that step of faith and say, hey, would you come along uh, with me? It's not too late to join me on today's program. The number to call is 844-500-9673, 844-500-9673. You can send me a text. It comes right to me, 719-315-1726, 719-315-1726. 
We're going to have a little bit of fun here in this last segment of the show is Christmas Bible quiz. Uh, Let's see how you do on this. Uh, Who told Mary and Joseph to go to Bethlehem? Do you have it? All right, here's the answer. Caesar Augustus is the one that told them to go to Bethlehem. True or false, Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem for the birth of Jesus because they were following the star. Definitely false. It was the wise men who were following the star. This is an easy one. You should all get this out there. What form of transportation did Mary and Joseph use to get to Bethlehem? A donkey, right? Not a taxi cab, but a donkey for sure. This one's a little tougher. Which Old Testament prophet has the most to say about the birth of Jesus? That's a good question. So Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, has the most to say about the birth of Jesus. Who told Joseph the baby's name was to be Jesus? The angel. The angel was the one that told Joseph the baby's name was to be Jesus. This one's pretty interesting. What did the angels sing to the shepherds? All right. What did the angels sing to the shepherds? Technically, angels are never said to sing in the Bible. Each time they appear, they only speak. However, to answer the question, the angels praised God with these words, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill uh, toward men. All right. Let's do a few more here. Hopefully these are fun for you. You can... Test your Bible knowledge when it comes to the birth of uh, Jesus. Can you list five names of Jesus found in the Bible? Some on my list are from Old Testament prophecies. So try to think of some names of Jesus in regards to his birth. Jesus, number one. Emmanuel, number two. The Christ, number three. Wonderful, number four. And Counselor, uh, number five. So there's a lot of great names for Jesus at his his birth. How old was Jesus when the wise men found him? All right. Any ideas? It is certain that Jesus was somewhere between a month old and a couple of years old. The wise men saw his star at his birth and began following it. The journey was 500 miles from Persia to Mesopotamia around modern-day Iraq. Then it would have taken at least a month. By the time they arrived, Jesus and his family had moved into a house. Later in the story, Herod ordered all the children two years and younger to be killed. Therefore, Jesus was at least a month old and not yet two years old. All right, here's another softball one. I think you guys can get this. Is What are the three gifts which are mentioned given by the wise men? Got it? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. All right. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. How many wise men were there? We don't know. People assume that there's three, but it's never actually recorded in the Bible how many there are. We know it's more than one because it's plural, but it could have been five, could have been three, could have been seven. We don't know. We People assume that it was three because there was... Three gifts. Those are good, good questions. 
which king ordered all the young children to be killed. We've mentioned him a few times in today's show. It's Herod. That's right. Herod was the one that ordered him to kill all the babies too and younger. Jesus was under attack from the very beginning. Isn't that interesting? Jesus continues to be so controversial. Thank you for listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. If you're looking for a home church, I would like to invite you. We're currently going through uh, the Gospel of Luke. Maybe you're beginning to think about uh, your new year uh, plans. And, And I just think these are some crazy times that we're living in, and we really need each other as the body of Christ. So whether it's Rocky Mountain Calvary or another church in town. If, if you're not plugged into a church, I would encourage you to plug in with God's people. There's no substitute. Live streaming can't be a substitute. Worshiping, where you get to sing with God's people, study God's word, serve. You've got gifts that need to be used in the, the local church. Give. Your gifts make the kingdom of God, the work of the kingdom of God uh, possible. So, man, I encourage you to press into a body of believers. Maybe you've never been a part of a church or you've been hurt and it's been some time. Let this be the year, 2023, where you plug in and enjoy God's people. Rocky Mountain Calvary is located on Austin Bluffs and Academy. We've got three services on the weekend, Saturday night at 6, Sunday morning at 9 and 11. There's children's ministry and youth ministry. And we also have a campus out east in Ellicott that meets on uh, Sunday mornings. So, Please check us out on the web, armcalvary.org, and then come and visit. Also, we would love to have you at our Christmas Eve service, noon, two, four, and six. It's always a great time. It's a candlelight service. We're going to be looking at the fulfilled prophecy and the first coming of Jesus Christ, and then anticipating the fulfilled prophecies and the second coming of Jesus Christ. I was reading today in my devotions, and it really encouraged me, Genesis 21.1, The Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. God's going to fulfill his word. And we see that in the first coming of Christ. Everything that he promised and prophesied was fulfilled for the first coming, but there's yet unfulfilled prophecies in the second coming that are actually going to happen just as it was spoken. Can you imagine Christ returning on the Mount of Olives? We, We look forward to his coming. Anna and Simeon in the Gospel of Luke were two older believers that were waiting for the coming of the Messiah. How many times did they find themselves saying, He is coming, He is coming, and they actually experienced. God put it on Simeon's heart that he would not see death until the coming of the Messiah. And God fulfilled it. When Jesus came to be circumcised on the eighth day, Simeon got to meet Christ. Anna, she was a widow, And she served for over 80 years in the temple in fasting and prayer. She was older in her years, and she recognized the Christ, and she went around sharing Jesus with anyone that would listen. And I think Anna and Simeon are examples for us to look for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I'll be back with you tomorrow from 5 to 6, and hope you have a great night. God bless you. Till next time. Three.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.